Does an orthopedic condition or sports injury have you sidelined? Make your comeback with GW Hospital Sports Medicine. We offer services from neck to toe, including care for shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and hands. Plus, we're the official health care partner of GW Athletics, the DC Furies, and the DC Revolution. Get back to doing the things you love. Learn more at gwhospital.com slash sportsmed or call 888-4-GW-DOCS. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. To me, it was the most powerful love I've ever felt in my life, something I'd never felt before. And I didn't realize it at the time, but because she had taken and objectified me, I was actually falling in love with myself. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Zong, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Welcome to another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zong. I'm so excited today to talk to David Chatfield. He's an attorney. Uh, He's been in the arts. He's a record producer. He's been, I mean, he is so accomplished. He's been on hundreds of TV, radio shows. He's written a book called Taking Control, Cracking the Code to Happiness. He was Robert Shapiro's law partner. He's done all kinds of things. His resume is longer than long, even though he's only, you know, 35 years old, right? Um, but anyway, <laughs> you know, however, he felt prey to a narcissist as it happens. Because as I say all the time, they don't attach themselves to you because you have so little value. They attach themselves to you because you have so much. And he's been through hell and back. And he wants to share how to break free and how to crack that code to happiness and how to really reclaim your power. And it's such an unusual story, especially from number one, a guy, somebody so accomplished, somebody who is, you know, a a man who's, you know, not just a man who's, uh, you know, he's, you know, of a certain generation and he's willing to come forward and tell his story. And I'm so, so thrilled to have you here, David. Thank you for being willing to share your story. Well, thank you. I think it's uh, very important for people to know what I know and to feel what I feel. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about your journey? Well, first of all, this is 
not the first time I've been faced with a narcissist. Uh, you know, being an attorney, um, we have clients who are narcissists that we have to deal with. And that is an interesting experience. And each time I've dealt with that, I've had to go no contact with them in order to get rid of them. And then in my personal life, I never, you know, I didn't know what a narcissist was. And uh, I uh, fell victim to the normal uh, cycle, the normal cycle of uh, a narcissist that I learned from you, Rebecca, um, and all your guests. And one of the things that struck me the most was when you interviewed medical people. They talked about the chemicals that are released in your body when when the narcissist captures you. And <clears throat> so I I was the victim of a typical love bomb. And then um, after a couple months, I got the degrading part going. And then uh, a month later, you know, uh, many abandonment. And uh, like... Most people, by the time we were done with the cycle, I was addicted chemically to my narcissist. And um, I didn't realize at the time that um, she had objectified, that she, because of her condition, her internal condition, she objectified me. I took my um, image and took it inside her and but made it grandiose so that when she got to really look at me um, then she'd have some way to degrade me but I found that during I had a very intense love bombing that uh, you know by the time we were done we were engaged already and it was to me it was the most powerful love I've ever felt in my life, something I'd never felt before. And I didn't realize it at the time, but because she had taken and objectified me, I was actually falling in love with myself. And <laughs> it was it's very interesting to realize that after all this time. You know, uh, I they, was they mirror you. They mirror you. They know yeah. how to do that. Yeah. Yeah, because I always wonder, I mean, how could a person who is so different from me in age and ethnicity be so much like me? How could they like the things I like, do the things that I do? I mean, it was like, you know, uh, uh, um, a relationship made in heaven. And uh, I, I couldn't do anything to fight it. It was like impossible. And then when the degrading came, um, I started, you know, I did unconsciously, well, it was consciously, but it was hidden from me by my subconscious. I did what you you recommend. You recommend to take a journal, to make a journal entry. And, and I did that. I, I didn't know that I had done that until after um, uh, the arrest. And... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he just throws that in there like, hmm. <laughs> well, I think we'll get there eventually. But um, the uh, I, I wrote down, uh, I have 55 days worth of notes over a 
five, six-year period of what abuse I took. And when I read it, and excuse me if I get emotional about this, because it's you know very close to me, and it's close in time to me. I'm still, you know, in the middle of it. And when I read the notes, I, I can't believe it's me. And uh, you know, it, it, the abuse was so obvious and tragic, um, and the control. I can't believe I gave away my control. Uh, I wrote a book called "Taking Control." And I gave it away to somebody else. And <laughs> how can I do that? You know, so I, when I saw those notes, I, I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. I said, who is this person? Uh, who am I? How could I let this go? Um, and, but I couldn't help it. I was like a, a heroin addict. And I had always wondered about my friends in the music business who were heroin addicts and ended up committing suicide. And, and now I know because, you know, in the trauma bond at the end, uh, it's, you can really feel the narcot narcotic effects of this. You know, you are caught in a, a web like a prisoner. You know, people would say to me, well, you know, how was the pandemic for you? And I go, what pandemic? And they said, well, you know, the lockdown and all that. I go, well, I've been in lockdown for six years. I, I don't know what, what difference it is, really. And so um, I uh, took the, the notes and I put them someplace and um, I forgot about it. Absolutely forgot about it. Completely struck it from my mind. And I had no root memory of ever writing any note, yet when I read them, it flowed right back to me. And um, so the reason why I know about the chemical addiction is from watching you on the show and um, you know, all your, your uh, YouTube videos were very instructive. Um, you, you referred me to my attorneys and um, I have been dealing with this and all of the consequences of it ever since. And uh, I, there's so many things to talk about. What happened? But what exactly would you like to hear? <laughs> well, why don't you talk about how you felt at the darkest hour? No, at the darkest hours. You know, um, I'm going to get a little emotional, but, you know, I, I found a note that I left in my phone uh, a day after I had taken pictures of some knives that were threatened. And um, the note said, um, if I'm dead, uh, I'm not suicidal. You know, investigate the person next to me on my bed. So I thought I was a dead man. And I still harbor that fear today. And, you know, as a result, I have a protective order, uh, which uh, enables me to maintain no contact. Mm. 
it's a protective order. It's supposed to protect me. So, you know, um, and I know my attorneys uh, are uh, knowledgeable in narcissism, and, and it's very important that when someone gets involved in a, in a marital or a other kind of relationship where they need a lawyer, that they actually pick someone who knows what a narcissist is because no one will believe you they, because you do things that rational people don't do. And they think you're making it up. They don't understand that there is a group of people who didn't develop without being abused. And because of that abuse, they become a narcissist later in life. And it's what I never understood was what exactly was wrong with her and could I help her? Um, could I uh, fix her? And I tried everything I could. I talked to the elders of my church. I talked to the police. I talked to everyone I could to try and figure out how can I help. And then when I watched your YouTube videos, I realized, oh, it's not my fault that this happened to me. And there's no cure for her. So got to go no contact. And uh, that's... So, and, and and I think what you just said, you said something that was, I think, very distinctive and important. And I make that distinction in my new book too, which, so I want to make sure we highlight this. And that is that it's not just that the narcissist needs to be under, people need to understand the narcissist. People need to understand what the victim is going through as well, because you are also not in your right mind at that point. I mean, you've also experienced so much cognitive dissonance and so much, you know, they've, they've used so many different tactics to destabilize you and to mentally abuse and, and emotionally abuse you. And if it's been, over a period of time, you've you are in a state of such CPTSD yeah. that you come across sometimes the victims or the targets. I like to use target better because really it's more of that you've been targeted. Um, come across sometimes as the crazy one. Uh, and I think sometimes judges don't understand that, mediators don't understand that because, you know, the narcissist sits around looking calm, cool, and collected while the targets look like they're all over the place. But part of that is because they've been subjected to this craziness for so long. Would you agree? Yes, you just described the body cam videos. Um, <laughs> I'm explaining the circumstances to my officer, and she's cool, calm, and collected, talking and persuading and winning over and love bombing the other officer. So believe me, they know what they're doing, and they're good at it. Right. And, and you know, part of it, of course, is that they've spent... You know, I often talk about how in Malcolm Gladwell's book, he talks about the 10,000 hours to achieve mastery. 
Well, I mean, 10,000 hours is like roughly four years or whatever it is. I mean, they've been working on this since childhood. So, I mean, 10,000 hours has been achieved by them years and years and years ago. I mean, and and if you don't have the empathy factor and so you're not worried about how people are feeling or anything else, it's no holds barred, right? So... Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive your store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bestlife, all lowercase. Go to Shopify. Dot com slash best life to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash best life. Did you know that Americans spend more than 90% of their time indoors and that in some cases, indoor air can actually be more polluted than outdoor air and that air pollution is responsible for nearly 7 million premature deaths across the world every year. Airborne allergens are the most common allergy triggers such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. We are so happy to introduce an air purifier that captured the attention of established media outlets such as CNN, Money, ABC, and more. Air Dr. Phil filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens so that your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor is amazing and it comes with no questions asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. So head to airdoctor.com and use the promo code YOURBESTLIFE. And depending on the model, you'll receive up to 40% off. You're saving up to 40% off. Lock in this special offer by going to AIR. D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O dot com and use the promo code your best life. You know, the, the the hardest part is that, you know, I love her so much and I am hurt so much that someone that I love that much and trusted that much could harm me. You know, it's just, it's really a hard thing to accept. And, but you have to in order to go on. Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zone. I think it probably would be seductive to people to want to repeat it and, and to allow their narcissists to come back and take them over again. Um, because you think, you believe, you really believe that there's no other person in the world that can make you feel like that. And it's a lie. 
Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging, like a narcissist or other high-conflict personality, and you're feeling powerless. Make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation cheat sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com. Are you so ready to shut down that narcissist for good? I totally get it. And my brand new book is now available for pre-sale. Slay the Bully, How to Negotiate with a Narcissist and Win. If you pre-order the book, you get tons of free gifts, including early access to the manuscript, early access to my private launch team. You get my free masterclass and a whole complete workbook. The total value of the free gifts is close to $400. So you just go to slaythebully.com to pre-order the book and then claim all your powerful trainings, your mindset tools, everything for free just by pre-ordering the book. Slaythebully.com to find out more and start learning how to shut down that narcissist for good. Take a listen to our archive where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. Rebecca's voice and content has been with me throughout the most darkest moments in my life. And it was a light in a very, very dark tunnel that I had to go through after I ended the relationship with my ex-husband who was a narcissist. Her words, she doesn't sugarcoat, and that's what I love about her. Her words were always with me and gave me a lot of power and and gave me what I needed to, to get through this. And now we return to today's show. You have to understand that you're not loving a person who is capable of loving you back, number one. And number two, it's not really love because it's really more of that, what you were talking about, that trauma bond, that addiction, that, that, you know, I talk about Robert Sapolsky's study, you know, where he did that study on monkeys. And, you know, for those of you who haven't heard me talk about this before, that, you know, these, these monkeys were given a, a, a reward, a treat, if they did something good. And if they got this treat every single time they did something good, then the dopamine levels in their brain were non-reactive. Everything was the same. But if they got a, a, a treat intermittently, such that they didn't know when they were going to be rewarded, then just the anticipation that they might get a treat cause the dopamine levels in their brain to rise to the level of cocaine. So that it's the, it's, you actually become physiologically addicted to that narcissist because of that high and low, that love bomb, the ghosting, the hot, the cold, the, you know, and the highs are so high, 
you know, they love you more than you've ever been loved. And that, you know, the, the pedestal, the sweep you off your feet. And then the lows are so low and that's, that's what it is. So it's not, it's not a, it's not a true love. And then the thing is, they also target people who have their own trauma, by the way, people who have had trauma in childhood, they, they're able to feel that core that, you know, who have their own core wounds, who need to love other people who want to pour all that love into somebody else who want to save people who think that they can give their, you know, that, that empath thing, you know, and, and so they take all of that and, you know, deplete you completely and you're left feeling totally and utterly complete, you know, depleted. And they're still starving for as much supply as possible. And it's a it's an unending cycle. But they feel they 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 target people who have that kind of core wound of I need to save somebody, you know, some people who have unhealed stuff inside of them as well. Right. Well, I am, my character flies that I'm a rescuer. That's my point. And uh, I also didn't take drugs. So I would have no idea if if my body was being taken over by something physiological. Because I don't know what drugs feel like. Um, I barely drank. And... um, I really think that they have to make you a better person even than you were when they captured you because they need more supply. And I actually, I I think that there is a positive, there's a positive thing that happened to me uh, because I was in a relationship. Despite all the abuse and all the things that I took, I actually grew to be a a better person in every aspect because I was pushed to be that way by the person who has captured me. And well, then hey, I if ran. you can have gratitude for it, that's a good thing. That's well, a good thing. I think it's important that you learn from every experience and that you um, turn every disappointment into an opportunity for better. And, you know, learn from the past. But in that way, you, you're not going to repeat it if you learn from it. And those who do not learn from the past are doomed to repeat it. So I hope that it, nobody out there uh, repeats what happened to me and what's happening to them. It's, it's, I think it probably would be seductive to people to want to repeat it. And, and to allow their narcissists to come back and take them over again. Um, because you think, you believe, you really believe that there's no other person in the world that can make you feel like that. And it's a lie. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we carry them and we bottle them up, it can definitely affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get them off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know it's definitely been helpful for me in learning how to deal with past trauma and set boundaries and be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's super convenient because it's all online and flexible. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash negotiate today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash negotiate. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And, you know, but that that is, you know, what that trauma bond is all about. But if you can be grateful for it and start to see the signs for the future so that it doesn't happen again, then that's you know, definitely all the better for it. So after being in that dark place, how did you start to turn yourself around? Well, (laughs) I probably would still be taking it if um, uh, she hadn't taken the violence to the next level and hit me so hard in the face. And that kind of snapped me out of it right there. And at that point, I thought, wow, I'm really in danger. I better do something. And then I called the police. And uh, as a result, I had a moment of clear thinking. And I watched her videos very carefully for two weeks. And during, during that time period, I discovered a lot about myself and a lot about her. And um, then I hired... Uh, some attorneys that you recommended, and we've been dealing with the problems. And uh, I have a victim's rights lawyer who is uh, making sure that I'm treated like a victim and not as a criminal. And it's important through therapy. I have therapy. I found a great therapist in England who is urging me to be a strong person and to show uh, everyone, including the narcissist, that I am not going to be captured anymore by anyone. And I am strong. I love it. Oh, I love to hear that. I love to hear that. I mean, there is life after narcissism. Definitely. And um, you know, you get a kind of a clue as to how good life can be, you just, you just during the cycle, you just don't get to stay in it very long. You know, it, it could just happen at a flash like that. You've said it a lot of times on your podcast that boom, they just switch. You know, they're all of a sudden they go from being, you know, the love, love, most loving person to like a she devil. And it's just, you can't understand it. You know, I would just walk away and I would, you know, I learned a long time ago not to confront people who are like that. And I just would leave and I would think, what is going on here? This is insane. 
Now, how could somebody switch from saying, you know, uh, how do you feel that I love you so much to you're a liar, you're a cheater, you're, you're saying all these bad words to me, you're yelling and screaming at me, and, and you're thinking, wait, who's she talking about? That's not me. Now that's her. That's, it's really interesting, you know. Every, she called me, I looked at my notes, she must have called me a liar 10,000 times. Yeah. And yeah. Meanwhile, she's the liar, of course, projecting. Yeah, every time she said liar, she's actually just raising her hand saying, liar, liar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because, you know, I found out that a lot of stuff she told me was not true. And um, uh, I'm not going to go into any details, but we really need to form relationships with people that you can trust. Uh, and, and, so people true. Who, and people who have integrity and you you know the narcissist does not have integrity and you can't trust them you know it's just and if you give away your trust to them you can guarantee that they're going to use it against you oh and especially when you go to negotiate with them at, at the, you know at the end Right. Yeah, uh, I know that um, through listening to you, I know that a lot of people would waste their money uh, if their lawyers got involved in a lot of uh, mediation or settlement meetings or conferences with judges. I've been through all that, you know, being a lawyer and everything. So I know that you what you have to do is you've got to get to the point where uh, it's over and it's time to send them home with their prizes and that's it. And, and um, I, I feel bad about the whole thing because uh, still being kind of a, a rescuer, you know, I feel bad about the people who were damaged and I don't know how God's going to deal with that at the end because you have people who were injured when they were kids and they, they turned into, you know, the people who, abuse them. And uh, I don't know how that's going to come out in the wash because I'm not sure it's their fault, but still it doesn't make them a good person. Yeah. And as, as a lawyer, how do you uh, feel about the slave program and how do you think that that helps people? Well, having um, subscribed to it myself, you know, I think that you, it has very helpful hints for people about how to put things together for their lawyers so their lawyers understand what's going on. You know, most lawyers and judges, they don't know what a narcissist is. They think that you're the crazy one and not the other person. And you have to, you know, somehow get your lawyers on the right page by showing them things. Like I picked out all my notes and my emails and gave it to my lawyer. And my lawyer came back the next day broken, you know, saying, oh, I can't believe we got to get you out of this, you know, because they, they can recognize it when they see it. But when they hear it, they, they just don't get it, a lot of them. And they don't understand that they're dealing with someone who is not a normal person. You're dealing with a narcissist. 
someone who is only out to get what the narcissist wants. And so you have to figure out how to get from here to the end as fast as possible and safely as possible. And sometimes that requires you to put the case together yourself and hand it to your lawyers and say, this is what happened. Uh, do you need to talk to my, my therapist? You know, do you need to hire an expert in narcissism to explain it to the court? What do you need to do to make them understand? You know, it's, and the slave program, program does Um, awesome. Thank you. Well, I, I mean, I know that it has helped you and uh, I'm so grateful that you've been able to be able to break free. And so how do you feel today? How are you feeling today? Well, you know, um, we can't be uh, 100% 24-7. We just can't. Even a normal person, let alone a victim. Uh, or as you said, a target, you know. And so today, for example, I woke up and I was very melancholy and I was thinking about uh, coming on here and talking. And it's, of course, it's bringing up things for me. And um, I knew that I was going to leave uh, the pain and the melancholy in the room where it was. And I was going to walk out and close the door behind me and leave it in the room. And that's how I got the strength to make it to this. That's how, that's how I got there. So my day went from being dark to being light. You know, it's, and you really appreciate the light when you've seen the dark. It's like uh, if you, you really can't appreciate the dawn unless you are in the darkness first. Then all of a sudden, this beautiful light comes out and it feels so warm and comfortable and you forget about the darkness. And it's very important to do that. You can't, you can't dwell on that. You have to look forward. You know, the people who, who make it through life after dealing with a narcissist are the ones that take all of the baggage that they carry on their back and work through it and get it off. Because if they don't, the doors that are open in front of them, they're not going to fit through. They're going to have too much baggage. And they need to do that. They have to get through it. And um, it's rough. It's very rough because not only is it a mental and emotional addiction, it's a physical addiction. And uh, the chemicals that go through your body, I suspect that if you exercise a lot, like I've, I've gone and I've hired a trainer, someone who I trained with in the past, and I have uh, started an exercise program, that creates some of the chemicals that my body missed after I uh, severed the relationship. And... Uh, the cortisol from the from the uh, bashing that I took, I don't want to see that. You know, I don't, I don't want to recreate that. But, you know, uh, so what I did was I, I did therapy and I did what the therapist suggested, which was to be a powerful person, 
to go back to the person to who I was before I met her and uh, to just look at, at my inner child and, and be that person again and be strong and not give up myself to anyone again mm-hmm. in that way. And that's what I'm doing every day. I love it. I love it. What what would be the theme of your life today? My theme of my life today would be um, the clouds parting. Clouds are parting. Yep. I love it. Clouds parting and the sun is coming out. I love it. Ah, So any final words of wisdom for anybody who's listening who might be where you were? Well, I would say that I was so attached by the trauma bond that every minute of the day I wanted to write or talk to my ex. And I knew I couldn't. So I wrote it down on papers. And then I threw them away instead of sending them to her. And my advice is, to the people that if you get the urge to contact the person who's hurt you, write it down if you have it. Look at it, read it, accept it, and then tear it up and throw it away. <laughs> That's what you got to do to stay mentally focused because you're being torn apart every day and you have to put yourself back, back together by realizing that in the morning, they're going to feel one way. And by noon, you will have worked your way out of it. And everything's going to be okay. It is. As long as you don't make contact. That's the other rule you have. No contact. No contact means no contact. Uh, I don't know why people don't get that. You know, it's the person, the other person is dead. You can't contact them. You can't watch them on their Facebook. You can't watch them on social media. You can't follow them. You can't look at them. They're dead. That's the way you have to look at it. And um, if if you really, really can make, make yourself do that, then you'll be fine. Mm. I love it. Thank you so much. This has been so helpful, so inspiring, so empowering. I know for me, it certainly has. I hope it it has for everybody else as well. So David, I really, really appreciate your courage and your willingness to come forward and be, um, you know, courageous enough to tell your story because it's it's not an easy thing to do. So I, I really, really appreciate you. So thank you. Uh, I really appreciate you and all that you've done for me and for all the people who are connected to. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Tune in next week for another edition of Negotiate Your Best Life. Remember, if you want more ways to slay and you want more ways to be supported, you can always join my membership at joinslay.com forward slash slay. You can always subscribe to my YouTube channel and you can always grab my free Crush My Negotiation prep worksheet at winmynegotiation.com. Remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. 
And I will definitely catch you in the next episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Thanks so much for listening. Does an orthopedic condition or sports injury have you sidelined? Make your comeback with GW Hospital Sports Medicine. We offer services from neck to toe, including care for shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and hands. Plus, we're the official healthcare partner of GW Athletics, the DC Furies, and the DC Revolution. Get back to doing the things you love. Learn more at gwhospital.com sportsmed or call 888-4-GW-DOCS. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. Hey, Slayers, I'm here to tell you about a new podcast I'm excited about, Creating Confidence, hosted by Heather Monahan, a part of the Yap Media Network. Heather sits down with experts like Gary Vee, Sarah Blakely, and Les Brown to share with you techniques and strategies to create your confidence, pursue your dreams, and leapfrog villains you'll meet along the way. Creating confidence is about elevating your confidence to the highest level ever and take your business right there with you. Don't believe me? I'm going to share some of the amazing reviews that I've seen on Apple. Here's one. Heather has the perfect gems of wisdom that not only inspire you, but motivate you into action. I recommend it to anyone who wants to elevate their reach and go to that next level. How about that? That's amazing. Here's another one. Heather is so inspiring, and each episode is filled with tips and tricks on how to become more confident and live the life of your dreams. So if you are looking to level up your confidence, check out Creating Confidence now. Subscribe to Creating Confidence with Heather Monahan today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is.